episode 116 comedy for the new year so loves i just got in from date night and once again it was a success now i did almost damper the mood in the morning when we talked on the phone but we got over that and by the time we saw each other the discussion had been resolved for the most part you see i had brought up the fact to him that i prefer saturday date nights more than friday date nights i didn't just bring it up to him like that though i actually partially started complaining about the fact that i felt overwhelmed and stressed because i had to get out of work go do promotions and then head to him in the city i spoke about how promotions are so unpredictable and by me having to leave earlier it messes me up he said he understood and then gave his reasons as to why he prefers friday date nights more than saturday date nights he said i probably thought his reason was a bit flimsy but that i also understood and he's right i do understand that saturday nights are his fight sports nights and it's something he's been doing for years I understood when he talked about the lineup of our dates and him hanging out with his friends and then possibly only having one Saturday to himself for fights and sports. I understood it all, but still had in the back of my head that his reasons are not as detrimental as mine. Either way, we both knew that this was one another's preferences before, so it made no sense to harp on it. We discussed the solution of having a bit more Saturday date nights to help me, but still having some Friday date nights so it would be fair. We agreed with everything once again, but then I started thinking deeply and realised from his response when I was rambling about feeling stressed and overwhelmed that I may have made him feel a bit bad as if I didn't want to go on the date or that I wasn't happy and excited to see him. I voiced these thoughts to him and he confirmed that he did feel like that for a bit but let it go after we spoke. I felt a bit better but still felt bad because deep down in my soul I knew my words had negatively affected him and I didn't want them to taint our evening. So after we hung up I called him back again to discuss everything. He said all was well and that we wouldn't even remember when we met later and he was correct. We met up at the comedy location. It was a bit different this time because he arrived first and had to look for parking for me. He said he finally felt the pressure I usually feel, hoping that I would get there before parking spots were taken. Luckily, when I arrived, I also found parking and then we head inside. He immediately wasn't feeling the place and I could tell because he was very focused on looking at the people and how they were dressed. He wasn't happy that their attire was so lax and later said to me, uh, I wasn't as bothered with it as him, but I did understand why he wanted the people to be a bit more classy. One of the things I thought was pretty weird was that there were people sitting on stage behind the comedians that came up. The comedians did too, because they also commented and said people were watching their butts and they apologized for that. I guess it made for a good joke, but I told him that I would have been very uncomfortable if we had to sit there. Anyway, the show began and the host came up to say a few jokes and introduce the rest of the comedians. He was okay all in all, but nothing to ride home about. The first comedian he introduced was a black chick and we concluded that she was the funniest of them all. Then in the middle of the show, there were a few comedians that made us laugh and a few we kind of felt sorry for, so we laughed a little bit harder. The headliner at the end... I think called me out when he talked about people just smiling but not laughing. He said that's like us just giving pity to the comedians. I knew I had done that multiple times throughout the night and I started cracking up at the thought of it. It was pretty funny all in all and we could see why they put him at the end of the show and the black chick in the beginning. 
Once the show was done, it was time to eat. We had been looking forward to Applebee's all night and had barely eaten throughout the day in anticipation of it. The food was great as always. We got our regular mozzarella sticks as an appetizer and our strawberry mango slushy drink. Then for our entree, we decided to change it up a bit. I tried a new meal on the menu, mac and cheese penne with chicken fingers. Originally, the chicken fingers were supposed to have honey pepper on them, but I asked the waitress to request that they be plain. It tasted good overall, but not better than my regular chicken penne meal, so I won't order it again. He ordered a lime chicken meal, which looked really good, and he said tasted good too, so I believe he'll probably order it again in the future. The table talk was great. I had seen Married at First Sight and the therapist suggested to one of the couples that they play a game of questions to find out more about each other. I had told him to take notice of it when he watched to see if there were any questions we might want to answer. Well, he did even better than that and wrote down all the questions so that we were able to discuss during dinner. It was pretty cool and some of the responses were pretty much already new, but others were new information to the both of us. I love that we both took them seriously and gave open and honest answers. There was one question that was a bit harder for me to answer because it asked about intimacy and I get shy at times talking about it, but I told him we'll definitely discuss my thoughts in the future. He didn't pressure me for a response and I appreciate that and we'll definitely open up in a more appropriate setting in the future. After dinner was done, we head back to his car to talk and relax for a bit. It started raining, so we had to walk a bit faster, and he joked telling me not to slip while walking. Even though we both laughed about it, I knew there was a slight level of concern in his words, and I appreciated him taking notice, being that I was in eels. Anyway, we got to his car and sat in the back. I kept smelling him because he smells so good from the cologne I got him that he wore tonight. He also looked super good too. His shirt clung to his body, just enough for me to see his chest. His entire outfit was put together so nicely, from his burgundy suede shoes to his nicely fitting pants and shirt. I absolutely loved it and couldn't stop complimenting him throughout the night. He said he loved my outfit too. I made sure to show my legs because I know he loves them so much. I wore a short brown dress that came up to my upper thighs, my thigh-high sexy boots and my red fur coat. The look I was going for worked and he was definitely turned on. So turned on that some freaky things definitely went down in the back of the car. I mean, can you blame us? <laughs> We're a hot couple who turn each other on. We couldn't contain our lust for one another and I loved it. Once our urges had been satisfied, he drove me to my car and helped me with my bags. We said our goodbyes, kissed, and then talked for a bit on our rides home. We had both become sleepy, but helped one another out while staying awake while driving. The night had been a success, and I was grateful once again for it. I can't wait to see him next time, but it will be a few more weeks until then. The good news is that it will be a CT staycation, so we're both super excited about that. I'll be sure to let you in on all the deets. But until then, my loves, XOXO, bombshell out.